The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It's 2.36 again. Thanks to, uh, I want to call him Councillor Michael Walters with the end of the session, the end of the go-around. No, he'd be... Citizen uh, Michael he's Walters? Just, no, he's running for re-election now. I think he's still a councillor. No. I think until... No, okay. No, I don't think well, so. Right. I don't know how that works. Well, I don't want to start a fight with you over it, but uh, all right. Uh, did you see... Oh, you wouldn't have seen this. There's no reason to see it, but while we're talking about uh, councillors and elections... Uh, <laughs> what, who are we throwing under the bus now? Well, uh, somebody. Uh, there's... Uh, you know Twilliger. You used to live in Twilliger. Yeah. And uh, Twilliger has a... Um, whatever you call it, a board... Of some kind, the Twilliger... It's a homeowners association. Yeah, whatever it is. So Pay they, your fees or else. Yeah, which we've done. But from time to time, we hear from them. Don't and, change the color of your front door without asking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, thank God I read that. Exactly. Because we were going purple on that bad I was going to go red. <laughs> uh, you know, I like red doors, especially <laughs> at Christmas. They look so mm-hmm. warm and inviting. Uh, a board member has put it out there, I think on social media, and honestly not uh, in a memo, is saying that he's not... He does not like the number of signs that are up um, around our neighborhood and that he would like to see the homeowners take them down. And what he's talking about is, now there's rules as we went over them. They have to be a certain number of feet from the curb. If they're on somebody's property, it has to be with the permission of the property owner. But what he's saying is in Twilliger, and I'm sure there's other neighborhoods like this, the homeowners association built all those outside fences so even though uh-huh. the fence now is on your property Twilliger oh, built said, them yeah okay and there he's suggesting that they should and nobody in the board has gone for this yet and you know there's no movement along these lines but it's out there now that all those signs you see on those big white fences all around Riverbend, uh-huh. Twilliger, all these areas, he, the suggestion is the homeowners should be told to take them down and I think that's not a good idea at all. Mm. I, I, you know, and they are big. And if you've driven mm-hmm. along Twilliger, they're huge. And and it, it's like each candidate is trying to have a bigger sign than the others. But they don't disturb me or no. You know, I'll tell you. There, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. There is one there though that has caught my attention. It was one of the first ones that went up. And uh, as you're talking about this, the name popped into my head. I still want to go and look on uh, the inner the internet for yeah. for this person. I don't know if it's a man or a woman because I just know the last name. And then I saw their vehicle driving around the other day that had it. You know, the dot com. Oh, it's or, a guy. Is that who it is? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well done. You yeah. know, well done. You've put them up in uh, in, in fairly big signs and yep. good locations. And again, this is a this is a, a, a ward with a, a long term incumbent not running for reelection. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have someone new in there. That's right. So in the end, when it comes down to it, I really do believe that name recognition plays will go a long way. Oh, I incredible! Think so too. Incredible. Although all the candidates, I've complained about this in the past that I haven't really seen much of the candidates for anything. And then I'm always told when I say that by the candidates, they usually text the show and say, well, what's your address? I'll come by tonight. Um, No, thanks. I have actually uh, seen, spoken to, or been Mm -hmm. contacted by almost every candidate in Ward 9 except one. And again, I won't say which one because I don't want to 
you know, whatever. There could be plans to contact us in the future. But but I have seen those signs, and they've been up for a long time. And like I say, they are big. But I would honestly prefer that they put signs on fences than all these little signs that are stuck into the ground along you know, along the boulevard. Yeah, and I think that is, um, that's a complaint that we hear over and over again. I was driving up some stretch of road the other day. I think it was, I don't know what it was, 111th Street, over to my uh, mother-in-law's place. And every other 10 feet, it's the same counselors or the same candidates sign. And I'm not, again, I guess it goes back to name recognition. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why do you need to have... 10 signs on a block so it'll be one then another yeah. then another then another yeah. when you spread it out I do you know why name I think recognition, they do that? Is that what it is and it, it, here's what I think I, it, certainly the signage is for name recognition the biggest piece of information on any one of those signs is the name but I think the repetition of signs I think the thought is that if you see hundreds for a particular candidate mm. that that candidate has more support in some way I think yeah. it, that's not true of course but I think in your mind not you along think, a boulevard doesn't <laughs> right like when you see at the last provincial election you it was ridiculous mm. and and the candidates although they're not supposed to do this or the volunteers for those candidates would put up you know a whole ring a whole row of 250 signs and then the next candidates a volunteer would come along and put up a row right in front of their row so it kind of blocked the vision of it or whatever but it does sort of leave you with that impression if you see only a single sign for a candidate you think well they're not organized they don't have a big team they don't have a lot of support mm-hmm. when really it's a matter of writing a check for more signs right and those big big ones I mean, there is, I'd have to Google who the candidates are in Ward 9 to know who they all are, except for the one the one yep. that's put up the big signs, mm-hmm. right? Did so you, and it, you've it gone to work. the site and... and yeah, yep. it doesn't mean that that's motivated me to vote for that individual. It but, just means that I do know that individual's yeah. name. Uh, the signs have been out for four months before the election. It's way too long. They make the hood like a hood. Uh, they make the hood look like a hood. It's obnoxious. Yeah, we get it. You want to be a counselor, <laughs> LOL. That's from Jerry. Yeah. I don't think political street signs should be allowed at all, says Benjamin. Besides being distracting and environmentally horrible, the fact that name recognition gets someone elected because you have more signs instead of your actual ideas and hard work is frustrating. Yellow. Yeah. Well said, Benjamin. He says ban those. And then as far as the um, the the association, if the association owns the fences, they are common property, and the association's bylaws will speak to signage. All one homeowner needs to do is complain, and they come down. Yeah, and as I say, I don't believe the board, as a board, is moving on this <laughs> Someone right said now. I'd never join a, a homeowner's association. My house will do what I want. You move into Schwilliger. Yeah, you got to. You, you're no a part choice. of it. Yeah, there's no choice. There are standards. You have to have the little caps on the fences. They have to be color. You know, it's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Try building a garage and see how many of the boards you meet. Um, but here's the thing. I, I, I don't think anybody on the board, I'm pretty confident that the board as a board itself is not moving on this. I think just a board member Mm -hmm. sort of threw it out there, right? But I feel like that's not necessarily a fight that that any board wants to start because if you get one candidate to take down all the signs and that happens to be the one who becomes your counselor, it's always nice to have a nice working relationship with your counselor. You don't want to start a new term with a new counselor and what he remembers about your neighborhood is he wasn't allowed to put signs up in it, right? So, or his signs that he paid a lot of money for had to be taken down because they're legal at this point. 
You know, as far as and, and I guess it would be to be decided if they're legal. But we've touched on this too before. I mean, I don't. Yeah, whatever. The signs are up. The signs are up. Yeah. All in the end, I want them to come down when it's done. Well, that's that's the bigger one. That's for me. the other part of it, right? It feels to me like the winning candidate takes their signs down immediately because all this momentum. They want to, you know, start off their. Uh, their reign of terror and on a good foot, you know. <laughs> and, and but you're right, the losing candidates. Like I think at that point, their volunteers disperse, their uh-huh. campaign disperses, and you see them blowing around the streets. Although you know, as Brian Anderson said when he was in here one day, uh, you were gone. We had him in about my tree, uh-huh. uh, and he was saying that you know items like that that citizens don't like that those are great areas for citizens to step up and do something about it so if you don't like the day after the election the fact that a particular candidate has not removed the signs go remove the signs nobody's going to stop you from removing yeah signs but they're like after, why should i have to remove the signs it's not to, my but, job to do it but it, the signs are annoying you i know so if you remember oh, i know yesterday we talked about you know whether or not we allow ourselves to be annoyed well if they're annoying you remove them one of the reasons Sebastian says I got out of town onto an acreage that is out of a subdivision is because of all the BS in regards to do anything you want with your own property. You know, uh, listen, I hope I haven't left the impression. Our, our association is not a bad association. They, they've they not stopped me from doing anything, um, but you are required to join mm-hmm. it. And in the end, I kind of like a lot of the rules, to be honest with you, because I don't want that guy to build a two-story garage and rent it out. And I like, I like the fact that they... Well, there is a two-story garage well, there's there was some rented of, out there yeah, yeah there's one down the street for me uh-huh. but i would like to see the houses i would like the neighborhood to stay well it's a, a uniform a look neighborhood it, right? it is a neighborhood there's certain it's a certain look yeah. to that neighborhood and and that's what they've put in place uh it would be a cold day in hell before i spent a quarter million dollars let me told what i'm doing <laughs> like i say they don't knock me. Our, more and yeah. here's the crazy thing <laughs> I'm going to upset a lot of associations. That, that townhouse I bought yes. over there yeah. was more than that. It was $280,000 when I bought right. in there in 2006. And it's crazy because you know and I know that there's so many folks. I had a boss I used to work with that hired me here that bought over in, uh, not McEwen, the other side of McEwen. Mm-hmm. And the townhouse, when she came here, it was during the boom. And it was a townhouse. And it was $400,000. Yeah. And she, then got screwed yeah. because she can't sell it when the bottom drops out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, and again, listen, I didn't really mean to get going on associations. But condo associations and homeowners associations are quite different mm-hmm. as well, right? So I'm not, I'm not combining the two. I've had condo associations that were an absolute nightmare mm-hmm. to work with. The The townhouse that we moved from to move into Twilliger was in Blue Quill. Yeah. And it was a nightmare <laughs> where, you know, it seems like people run to get on the board just to get the things that they want. And then you have those two or three people who have nothing better to do during the day than to walk around the property and, and point, oh, wait a minute, is that a you know satellite dish or is that a, oh, hang on a second. I had a president, going back whatever, a number of years now, who went around and told kids they weren't allowed to use chalk on the sidewalk <laughs> and made them clean it up. Oh, right, right up until he told my kids. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. you do that once, buddy. <laughs> Just once. It's 251. Man, some of you just adamant about homeowners associations. Yeah, no, no way. It would be a cold day in hell. I did not mean to open up that. I'll, I'll be honest box with you. When I moved, when I moved over there, I had no idea that there was such a thing, and I didn't really pay any attention until I went to sell my place and realized I hadn't paid the fees. Yeah, you got to bring it up to date, or you can't sell or it. Or you can't sell it. Mm-hmm. 
And you've got to make the changes to the house that adhere to their regulations. Oh, you know what? It, uh, yeah, I didn't do anything to the house. The biggest challenge was the city, the city, the city stuff um, that, that I had to do. Anyway, hi, Doug. Hi, guys. What's on your mind? Well, I kind of take a different uh, look at this issue around uh, signs for the people who are running. So here's my take. One, first of all, they've made a decision to provide community leadership. So they're stepping up. Mm -hmm. Many of the people who complain about signs don't step up, don't provide community leadership. So that's that's one point. So I say, I, I see that as okay. Second, there are people around the world that would kill for the opportunity <laughs> to put signs up and to run for an election in terms of democracy. And here we have people who can't even tolerate them for 30 days. So I think we need to take a step back. And uh, many, I, you know, no, I have no surveys, nothing to prove it. But um, the reality is I think that many people who are complaining about these signs in our community don't even vote because uh. they consider them to be trash. So it's just I have a different take. I think it's a sign of democracy at work in our community. And, it, and for once every four years municipally, it's, it's a sign that democracy is at work and that people have an opportunity. Yeah, then so that, that we get know. a free vote. Isn't that a, that's a really good reminder, Doug. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you very much. It's 2.53 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Good points by Doug. No kidding. Because you do. I think for, you know, for, for some of us, we, we do take for granted because we've always been allowed to vote. Mm-hmm. Well, since, since we were able to start voting. Um... And I very much look forward to voting, whether it's at a, at a municipal level, whether it's at a provincial level, whether it's at a federal level. And again, you try to do your due diligence and, yeah. and read up and, and whatnot. And then there's some folks that will go in and say, okay, yeah, I think that's... I don't good. like the signs. Uh, have you ever run for anything? Student council. Oh, yeah. After uh, uh, school. Did you win, by the way? I did. I was... Oh, nice. uh, Social convener in grade uh, 12 and vice president in grade 13. Social convener. I planned all the good stuff. <laughs> and then I was vice president in grade Isn't that 13. funny? Because I had a similar job mm-hmm. in high school and in university, planning parties, yeah. concerts. Yeah, well, that's Yeah, awesome. bringing in bands, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I ran for condo uh, association president at that Blue Quill. Uh, where that go? Not well. Did you get fired? Uh, I didn't even get a, I don't know that One anyone vote. beyond my household <laughs> voted for me. I was described as that crackpot in 19. <laughs> Which, you know, He's fairly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up to the 3 o'clock news with Eileen Bell. Still to come on the show this afternoon, we have a pair of tickets uh, for you to win to the Citadel's performance of Shakespeare in Love. We'll do that. Plus uh, the 420 word of the day, your chance to win that amazing trip for two to join me and Andrew in Playa Mujeres, Mexico in January, right after we talk to Gord Steinke over at Global Edmonton, the word of the day. Stick around. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.